Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and as always, we are um, presented by HashtagBasketball.com. Uh, go check out HashtagBasketball.com. They got a lot of really good fantasy tools. There's some uh, upcoming new tools that you'll be seeing here in the in the, in the short future. But the, the tools they got right now are actually pretty useful, especially if you're in head-to-head leagues. They got a nice working schedule where you can see the games for each week and the matchups for each one of those teams. Along with a uh, Twitter feeds for each one of the teams, their beat writers and other fantasy and NBA uh, Twitter guys to follow on their feeds. It's really, really helpful if you want to stay in kind of in touch with what's going on in the NBA, if you need some ideas for people to follow on your own Twitter. Um, they, they, it really helps out a lot, I think. And they also got some really good podcasts over there. Uh, one of those podcasts being the NBA Deep Dives podcast that uh, I will be uh, on an upcoming episode talking about the Chicago Bulls and their season uh, thus far and what a, a weird roller coaster of a season it's been. So go over there, check out hashtagbasketball.com. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff over there and some uh, NBA articles as well. So uh, I'll go check all that out. Let's get into the box scores for this evening. Let's start with the very first game of the night, the Pelicans versus the Indiana Pacers. The Pelicans ended up pulling this one out. Anthony Davis uh, kind of took this game over the fourth quarter, won, just made sure that the Pelicans won this one. He finished with 35 points, 16 rebounds, and five blocks, plus two three-pointers. Uh, Anthony Davis is pretty out of control this year. I think he is basically the best player in NBA. And going into this season, um, best player in fantasy in the NBA. Let me make sure I qualify that. Um, not too far off from being the best player in the NBA, though. Going into the season, a lot of people were down on uh, AD, and he was falling out of the top five pretty easily. Um, his, his average draft rank uh, just w- was a little bit low, and I, I considered him a value-type player considering his his upside was best player in the league, and he had proven he can be the best fantasy player in the league when healthy. Uh, health was always a risk, and once again, he's carrying this team, so health risks are definitely... Um, a question for this season, but with a guy like Anthony Davis, how good he is, you can't really worry about, oh, maybe he'll tweak something. Maybe he'll be he'll sit out, you know, 20 games this season. Even if he sits out 20 games, he is he's one of the best fantasy players in the league, maybe one of the best fantasy players of all time. He's currently averaging on the year 31 points, 11.5 rebounds, two assists, a steal and a half. And three blocks while shooting almost 50%, about 49.4, and shooting 82% from the line, and only turned the ball over two and a half times. That's um, really just uncanny. And he's also bumped his three pointers up to about a half a three a game. So um, just move, I think moving forward, you can kind of peg Anthony Davis as, as a top three guy, top two guy, maybe the, the number one guy. In the league, he's um, he's been really amazing this year. The rest of this team has kind of, once again, been in injuries. Um, Drew Holiday playing very well tonight with 16 points, 14 rebounds, or 7 rebounds and 14 assists. That's a, that's a stellar night from Drew Holiday. Ever since his return, he's been kind of building his way back into uh, playing shape. And I think it's safe to say that he is playing uh, incredibly, incredibly well, um, even though... You know, not every game so far since he's gotten back has been a stellar game. He's been playing uh, good enough to be owned in every single league. 
So Drew Holiday is another guy on this team. Tim Frazier actually recently just got injured, and I was a, a firm believer in holding on to Tim Frazier even with Drew Holiday's return. And that was just because Tim Frazier was playing so well. Their team was still has a lot of injury problems, and Tim Frazier seemed to have earned the playing time. And Tim Frazier had been playing uh, uh, well alongside Drew Holiday, and when Drew Holiday had sat, he'd been get, uh, uh, Tim Frazier had still been getting close to uh, starters minutes, really over thirty minutes a game, and he Tim Frazier got injured, and he looks like he'll be out uh, two to three weeks with a uh, wrist sprain, and that is I think really really bad news because that gives Tyreek Evans, who is back from his uh, his first game in almost a year. Uh, was back tonight, and that that gives Tyreek Evans a chance to really play his way back into the starting lineup, and then get the full starting uh, the role back from Tim Frazier. So, I would say go ahead and I mean do a last ditch trade effort for anything for Tim Frazier. But with Tyreek being back, I know he only uh, Tyreek only played eleven minutes tonight. But by the time Tim Frazier gets back, Tyreek Evans should be playing close to starters minutes. And Tim Frazier will be relegated to first or second guy off the bench. And his standard league value will, will drop from there. So I would kind of, uh, I would kind of either move on from Tim Frazier and, or do a last ditch trade to, to a sucker, uh, in your league. Tyreek Evans in his return tonight only, only played 11 minutes, but he had seven points, two assists and three rebounds and one three pointer. I'm interested in Tyreek's return. I think if he is not, if he's on a waiver wire in any league, he should be picked up immediately in the last two seasons. Uh, the last year was, uh, injury plague. You know, he, he had that really bad injury, uh, and he was out for the rest of the season last year. So even with that, um, he only played 25 games last year, but in that 25 games, he was the 66th ranked player on averages. And two years ago, he was the 79th ranked player on averages. So those are both standard league type players. He is a kind of a, a, a better Evan Turner. If I have to compare him to anyone that's currently active, Evan Turner gets good rebounds and assists and Tyreek Evans is good for rebounds and assists as well. Tyreek and, Drew Holiday, even though they've been on the same team for a very long time, have not played together uh, a whole bunch over the last, you know, uh, two to three seasons, however long they've been together. And so it will be interesting to see how well they play uh, against each other or or with each other, not against each other, but how if they cannibalize each other's stats. So right now Drew Holiday is – playing pretty decently and he's getting a lot of assists but uh, Tyreek is also a ball heavy guard and this could be um, a sign that Drew Holiday is in for a little bit of a dip in fantasy value once Tyreek is is fully uh, playing starters minutes so uh, this could be a good uh, sell high time for Drew Holiday if you're if you're not a fan of the outlook with uh, Drew Holiday playing with Tyreek Evans there is um some evidence of that when they play together that uh, both of them do kind of suffer from their their true um their true ceiling so whenever Tyreek was carrying this team he was he was a monster when it came to fantasy but when he's playing you know alongside um Drew Holiday Drew Holiday kind of cannibalizes some of the stats from Tyreek I think Tyreek suffers more 
from the, that duo than Drew Holiday does. Drew Holiday is still able to um, produce decent stats, even playing uh, with Tyreek Evans. So I, I still think it, this could be a sell-high time for Drew Holiday. I I would look into that, see what you can get for Drew Holiday, because once Tyreek's going at full steam, um, it, that backcourt, will both of those guys' stats will kind of drop off from their ceilings. Terrence Jones had 26 minutes tonight. He had 10 points and 11 rebounds with an assist, steal, and two blocks. Right now, Terrence Jones is probably the only other guy on this team that I'm really interested in owning, even though uh, lately they have been starting um, Buddy Heald, and um, they've also been starting um, Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill is, is played 31 minutes in the last two weeks, and he's not... He's just not good. Uh, he's not a good fancy player. I don't know if he's a really good player. This this rotation is about to get a mix up now that they're uh, they're, they're working their way back to health, and I, it will be it will be interesting to see if if Tyreek Evans ends up being a, a sixth man of the year, and they they want to play Drew Holiday on that first team and keep Tyreek as like a scoring threat on the second team with Terrence Jones. Then those fantasy values for Tyreek and Drew Holiday go right back up. So it'll just be interesting to see what they do here. Terrence Jones is in the drop zone for me. Uh, I, you know what? I, I like Terrence Jones. I, I have a secret affinity for for Terrence Jones for some reason. I just I think it's because I I was onto him a few years ago when he was just kind of getting into the league and, and and gaining fantasy value. But without without major minutes, Terrence Jones, um, he's not he's just not standard league relevant. Um, I still like him. His 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 ceiling is def is standardly relevant for sure. If he would be able to play, you know, thirty plus minutes a night, I think he's a standard relevant guy. And right now, he's still just a guy you should you should stream whenever Anthony Davis is not playing. And even though tonight they uh, they played well, they both played well tonight. Um, Terrence is still kind of hampered by the fact that they're not playing him with Anthony Davis for some reason. Let's go over to the Pacers. Um, the, the main guys for the Pacers all had really good games, Teague, Turner, and Paul George. We don't really have to get into any of those guys. I don't see their, um, values changing too awful much. Um, poor, uh, Monta Ellis, he is out and he, he should be back next week, but he's out with a sore groin and, uh, Jeff Teague, I think is benefiting most from that. The... Only other guy on this team that I, I, I like. Actually, I like two guys on this team. Other than for standard leagues, for bigger leagues, um, you know, you could talk, you could be talked into someone like Al Jefferson. But uh, standard league wise, uh, C.J. Miles and Ter- or, um, Thaddeus Young are the only two other standard league esque players. Thaddeus Young's been in a, a little bit of a slump lately. Averaging only about 11 points, 6.5 rebounds, and under a steal and under a block. Real close to a block and a steal, and only one assist a game. So he's kind of an across-the-board guy who does a little bit of everything and and is not special in really anywhere, which those guys are value. I, I still think that A.S. Young should be owned in all standard leagues. C.J. Miles, on the other hand, when he is not shooting well, which he shot 1 for 9 tonight in 30 minutes, when he's not averaging over two and a half threes, I'm really not interested in him. He's a three. Uh, CJ Miles is a three point specialist, and if he's not giving you that three point specialty, he's he's just not worth owning. Um, Glenn Robinson actually played more minutes than him, and, and and Glenn Robinson actually started as well. 
Glenn Robbins has been starting in the place of Monta Ellis, and I have not really been impressed. He's shooting 34%, and he's just, he's just in the last couple weeks, and he's just he's just not doing anything that's terribly impressive. Tonight he only had two points, missed all his three-pointers, uh, had a six rebounds, one assist, one steal, and one block. So, like, interesting little counting stats to see, like, how maybe valuable he could be in the future. He is only 22, but really in his um, three starts, he has not been impressive at all. Let's move on to the Portland uh, versus the Nuggets game. This game was kind of interesting because this game was 132 Nuggets, 120 Portland. Not an ounce of defense was played this evening. Um, when you go take a look at the Portland Trailblazers, your your main uh, your main guys Lillard and McCollum did what they had to do tonight. They're they're always going to be putting up stellar stats. I don't see any uh, any movement from those two. They're solid. They're solid in the rotation. They're going to be producing the way they produce. Um, and as they've been producing last year, CJ McCollum's a little bit better than he was last year, and that's been kind of uh, fun to watch and fun for people who own CJ. Noah Vonley got the start tonight. He only played 18 minutes, though. Uh, it was interesting to see him get that start. It does look like uh, Al Farouk Aminu did not play tonight. I'm going to have to go uh, take a look at that. But yeah, Al Farouk Aminu usually getting the start, and he'd been kind of working his way into back into the starting lineup and he'd been taking a minutes and I feel production from Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless tonight, three for seven, only nine points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal and one block. He is an across the board type player as well. And, um, he's been kind of uh, a little bit on the downslide since Al Camino came back. Um, Al Camino looks like he was just out tonight because of, uh, back problems so no Vonley it's interesting to see him get the start but it's it's nothing that I'm interested in as a standard league player um only maybe bigger league bigger leagues when you see Al Camino or Mo Harkless sit you you might want to put in Noah Vonley um Crabb and Turner are coming off the bench playing uh heavy minutes off the bench both of them had pretty mediocre nights Evan Turner with a more impressive night three for 11 which is bad but nine points five rebounds two assists three steals, and one block. Both of those guys are bigger league, 14 to 16 team league ownable. They they do venture into the drop zone for standard leagues, like 10 to 12 uh, team-sized leagues. And I like Evan Turner more than I like Crab. Crab's a little bit more of a, a three-point shooter. Uh, Evan Turner kind of does everything across the board. So I, I do like Evan Turner a little bit better there, unless you're looking for that three-point specialty. To me, they're still below my personal drop zone just because the, the, they are getting really good minutes off the bench, but they're just bench players. And bench players can have really bad nights. Um, so far in the last couple of weeks, they've been hovering around that, that drop zone, so they've been playing decently. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to pick either one of those guys up just because I, I think there's better players on the waiver wire. Uh, a guy that I have gone picked up in quite a few leagues is uh, Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley tonight had a uh, he's been playing a lot better anyway uh, uh, recently and as he's not a great block um, type of center but he is really really great uh, for a center in assists and tonight he ended up 
put into together a 19.7 rebound, four assists, two steal night, and that's that's a starting center. That's that's a he's he's been the starting center last year. It was kind of in between him, uh, Leonard, and My- Myers Leonard and Mason Plumlee, and they were kind of fighting for what this team was, and they didn't really know what they had, and they they weren't playing together well, and then. They tried to play him together, and then they tried to play him separate, and just no one really had it. And I think Mason Plumley has kind of earned, earned his starting status and earned, is earning 30 minutes a game. And he's playing well enough to be owned. He does enough of everything. His shooting percentage is above 50%. You do have to be aware that his free throw percentage is also around 50%. So uh, do be cautious of his free throw percentage. But uh, everything else, you know, solid rebounds, great assists. He's getting steals. He's he's decent at blocks. He's not he's not a, 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 a zero sum when it comes to blocks. So I would own him in um, really in all in all leagues. I can't think of a, any type of league where he should not be owned. Uh, Jokic tonight he did uh, only play 19 minutes. He was in foul trouble this evening. He had 13 points, five assists, four rebounds, and a three pointer, five for six uh, from the field. You would think, with um, with old Jokic being in foul trouble, that um, he would uh, kind of give some of his playing time to Nurkic, and uh, Nurkic only played five minutes tonight. Kenneth Freed got a bulk of the minutes off the bench, twenty six minutes. Kenneth Freed was had eleven points, nine rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. And uh, Nurkic he played five minutes had actually two points and four rebounds in five minutes, which is kind of cool. But, yeah, that situation continues to deteriorate. Uh, For Nurkic, it does sound like uh, Jokic is going to be the eventual starter there. Jokic is the better player, uh, both NBA-wise and fantasy-wise. I was hoping Nurkic could continue to play, you know, 28, 30 minutes a night. And, man, neither one of these guys have, have, have come close to averaging that. Uh, over even the course of one week so still a work in progress with this rotation apparently but Jokic is getting the uh the go-ahead and he's he's kind of getting the full green light there and I could I would say go ahead and drop uh, Nurkic in all leagues I just don't think he's going to be uh have a lot of value uh, this is a situation to continue to watch but for the rest of the year, I think Jokic is going to be the guy uh, who they're going to go to. Looking at the uh, rest of this game, Gary Harris was back tonight. He had a really great return game, 18 points, 6 assists, 2 steals, a block, 4 rebounds, and 3 three-pointers, and played 32 minutes in his uh, his start, his first start on, uh, back from his injury. Um, Gary Harris is a must-own. Uh, if Gary Harris is sitting around in any of your leagues, he should be picked up immediately. This does hurt Will Barton's uh, value. I think Will Barton kind of falls back into that uh, drop zone, and I-, I would actually move away from Will Barton because coming off the bench, he's just less effective. And we've seen that. He's still able to put up um, uh, some some good numbers off the bench, but his consistency kind of drops off when he, when he comes off the bench. You just don't know what kind of night you're going to get from him, and tonight was a bad one. In 23 minutes, he was 3 for 8. He still had uh, 15 points, got to the line six times, but uh, two assists, a steal, a block, and one rebound. That's okay, eh, but it's it's not great. 
Uh, I think that does move him in the drop zone, so you could. Do, I, I, I'm moving away from him, but if you're in kind of a 12 man, a 12 team league, uh, maybe keep him on the end of your bench just to see what happens. Bigger leagues, he's still a, a hold, but his value will um, will be dropping now that Gary Harris is back. Let's go to the next game: the Spurs versus the Suns. The Spurs, you kind of know what's going on with them, though. Lamarcus Aldrich, he has been in, in a bit of a slump. To, to start out really the whole season and I I think LaMarcus Aldridge is still a, a buy low candidate he's going to finish higher than he currently is ranked right now tonight he was 6 for 11 14 points 7 rebounds 2 steals and a block that's an okay night from LaMarcus Aldridge it's better than he has been playing so I would I would go ahead and uh, I would buy low on him I would try to see if I can get something for um Love low value for Lamarcus Aldridge and try to get Lamarcus Aldridge back on that. I do think Lamarcus will finish the year off uh, as as a really solid fantasy player. Paul Gasol got the start, twenty four minutes. He was uh, eight for twelve, had eighteen points, uh, nine rebounds, three assists, and um, missed his only three pointer that he took. Only two turnovers. Paul Gasol's been playing a lot better since I basically traded him or got rid of him in most of my teams. So that's that's good to see that he's playing a little bit more, but at any really any time he could uh, get on the crap list with uh, Pop or when they're playing certain matchups like the Golden State Warriors, um, Paul Gasol might just play 14 minutes one night. He's still, I think, standard league relevant, but uh, don't expect um, the consistency there. Pay attention to Spurs Twitter to see what's going on, see how much they're going to play him. Uh, Dwayne Dedman has been playing well in his minutes. I don't consider him a standard league fantasy player, but Dibnan played 23 minutes tonight, had 11 points and nine rebounds and one block. Pop does like to close games with Dedman when, um, especially when Paul Gasol is just getting smoked on the defense, which is quite often. So this game was a little bit of a blowout. The, the starters didn't play full minutes. The bench got a lot of minutes. If we go over to the Phoenix Suns, um, we're still waiting for this team to get healthy. I'd like to see I'd like to see some more action from Dragonbender, uh, just because of his sweet name. But I think Dragonbender is actually pretty cool. Um, I think he's a pretty good basketball player. Uh, once he once he gets going, I, 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 I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in the future this season. Not so much uh, Tyson Chandler once again with the start. Uh, Lynn is still out with injury. Um, Tyson Chandler in only 26 minutes had four points, eight rebounds, two steals. With Lynn being out on injury, I think Tyson Chandler can be owned in standard leagues. He does produce enough um, rebounding value to to make a difference. It's he, he's an, still a, an elite rebounder uh, in his old age, and with Lynn out, there's no minutes to give to really anybody else. So. Yeah, Tyson Chandler. I think you can you can own him to get your elite rebounds. Once Lynn comes back, I think they they both hover around that drop zone, and it depends on who the Suns are going to go with. I think later in the year they're they're going to give the ball and the starting role to Alex Lynn because Tyson Chandler really doesn't have much um, too many years in this league, and Alex Lynn's someone maybe they can build around. So I like Alex Lynn uh, later in the year. But right now, uh, Tyson Chandler can be on with with Alex Lynn being out. Marquise Chris, another start tonight. Not a great game. Uh, Ten points, two rebounds, a steal, and a block. Two three-pointers. That's that's solid. Uh, but I don't see 
once this team gets uh, healthier, uh, Marquise Chris' starting role lasting, you know, much longer than the health of the of the guys who are currently out. Um, and Marquise Chris isn't just isn't super consistent either. Even though he's been playing, uh, uh, he's been starting. I just uh, I'm not really interested in picking him up. I don't think he does enough fancy wise in standard leagues, in uh, bigger leagues, 14, 16 team leagues. Hey, minutes are minutes, and uh, stats are stats. And you're looking for a guy who can get you uh, ten points and a couple, uh, a steal and a block and a couple rebounds. So that's better than you know putting in, um, you know, some crappy player off the bench on another team. This guy's actually starting. So that's. Something to pay attention to once this team gets healthier. Uh, even though uh, Bledsoe and Booker are, are both healthy, uh, this this team dynamic's going to change. And I think you know Knight coming off the bench only played 22 minutes. Uh, that guy's fantasy value has plummeted. Hopefully, he gets traded at some point. So do watch for that. Let's go on to the next game: Chicago Bulls versus the Bucks. Another bad loss by the Chicago Bulls. I'm not going to wax on about that. Looking at the Bulls tonight, for some reason, uh, Nico Miritich did not play tonight. So there's that. Uh, seems like a really bad decision. Uh, Isaiah Cannon also did not play tonight, and the Bulls got smoked. So, yeah, okay. I said I wasn't going to get into that. I'm not going to get into how much I'm despising the choices from Hoiberg right now. Rondo, five points, eight assists, five rebounds, one three-pointer, and one steal. Eh, that's an okay line from Rondo. Like I said, I stay away from him in roto in roto leagues, but head to head leagues, he has his place, and I think you can stream him just to get some of those uh, those weird stats that he likes to get. Uh, another good night from Wade, and uh, also um, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler always comes to play. Taj Gibson had a pretty good night tonight: nineteen points, only four rebounds, an assist, and one block. I like Taj too. I think Taj can be owned um, in in a lot of leagues. Uh, especially bigger leagues because he's starting, he's getting solid minutes. But even in standard leagues, Taj Gibson it could be a lower, like, you know, a guy off the bench or a guy that you, you throw in uh, to, to boost up your rebounds and your um, your blocks. He, he's not – I'd rather have Mason Plumley on my team than Taj Gibson, but um, Taj Gibson is still uh, still relevant, I, I, I think, he, just because of his starting role and the amount of minutes he plays and his consistency. I mean, tonight, 19 points and four rebounds, that's that's perfectly fine. Robin Lopez had six points, six rebounds, two assists, and a block. He's closer to the drop zone. Um, I, I do think if you're hurting for a center, he's he's relevant to, to own because he does get pretty decent blocks and solid rebounds night in and night out, and the Bulls are, are, are playing him quite a bit. So standard leagues, yeah, he's in the drop zone, I think, but he, I think he's a little on, on the, the high side of the drop zone. Uh, really for people who are desperate for centers, Robin Lopez is relevant. Let's go over to the Bucks. The uh, John Henson, Greg Monroe situation continues to um, frustrate everybody. Henson with only four points. He's not much of a scorer anyway, but had 10 rebounds an assist, a steal, and two blocks. Monroe, on the other hand, played 22 minutes, had seven points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block. Strangely, both of those guys, even playing limited minutes, are um, staying above the drop zone. Um, I've actually kind of been impressed. The They couldn't be more polar opposites, and I think I said this the other day, that if you could combine these two guys, they'd be the best 
will be a, a fantastic fantasy player. John Hansen is going to give you uh, solid rebounds, but great blocks. Greg Monroe is going to give you solid rebounds, but the other stats. So really good steals, and he's going to give you some assists, and he's going to give you more points. Uh, there's still a lot of inconsistencies there with their playing time and their consistency and their um, their production, but something's going to give here at some point. And when it does, I think you, you, you're going to want to own at least one of them, especially if that player kind of fits your needs of your team. So if they fit the need of your team, I would go ahead and own them. Roto Leagues is even easier to own because you just sit, sit them on the bench and wait for you know the situation to play out. And that, that's something you can do. Jabari Parker um, is a guy I don't really talk about too much, but he had a really nice night. He was 11 for 19. He had 28 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 3 three-pointers. Um, that's pretty awesome from Jabari. His three-point game has gotten um, better, actually, just from the beginning of this year. Um, it's it started to improve. He's obviously been working on it. He's shooting like 50% over the last two weeks right now, which is uh, which is pretty stellar. And looking just looking at his game logs, look what he's been doing this year. Um, pretty solidly consistent. His free throws kind of disappointing at 73%. But... Um, he gives you okay threes, solid rebounds, uh, at least a steal a game, and uh, close to 20 points. So his scoring is his real um, value here, but he's still kind of a mid-tier player, mid-tier fantasy player. He's young enough where he could improve, take leaps, so I think he's fine owning, but he's still a mid-tier uh, type of fantasy player. Let's go on to the final game of the night, which is actually still going on, the Golden State Warriors versus the New York Knicks. It is currently... Six minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Golden State Warriors are up 18. Who would have thunk it? Uh, bad night for Chris at Porzingis. He's finally um, playing against a, a guy who can actually defend him in Draymond Green. Chris Stapps um, still actually put some really nice moves on him, on Draymond in the first quarter, but Draymond's just, I mean, Draymond's going to win def- Defensive Player of the Year. The guy is just locked down right now. Um, Portis, or uh, Porzingis, three for 10 tonight. Uh, with still six minutes left, six points, four rebounds, and one steal, no three-pointers. I think Porzingis' game wasn't only hurt by the fact that he's being guarded by Draymond Green, but I'm, I'm going to give props to Derrick Rose. Uh, Derrick Rose in the pick-and-roll with Porzingis is, a, is is pretty deadly, and it helps Porzingis' game a lot. Tonight, Derrick Rose was out, and it does look like Derrick Rose might be out for a few more games, and Brandon Jennings got the start tonight. I think Brandon Jennings is startable in all leagues, uh, when Rose is out, because Brandon Jennings, uh, just his simply his ability to get assists is is very valuable. But uh, tonight, so far, like I said, about six and a half minutes left. Jennings uh, has ten points, six assists, five and five rebounds. Here's the problem with Brandon Jennings: he is a chucker, and he is four for thirteen tonight, and that is rough. Um, a very, very rough um, shooting percentage. So do take that into account if you're thinking think about taking a flyer on him. With Rose coming back, I think Brandon Jennings is only valuable in deep leagues uh, once Rose comes back. But with Rose out, uh, Brandon Jennings can be owned in um, standard leagues for sure. Joakim Noah um, only played 15 minutes tonight, but in those 15 minutes he had 6 points, 10 rebounds, an assist, and a block. Um Usually Kylo Quinn comes in and plays heavier minutes than Joakim Noah, but since this is a blowout, Kylo Quinn kind of chilling out as well. He uh, he only played 15 minutes, had 5.7 rebounds and a steal. I do kind of like Kylo Quinn, and I kind of have for a couple of years now, just when you look at his per 36, 
Um, I know when he plays against first teams, he just it, it doesn't train his per thirty six doesn't translate terribly well. But tonight with Rose and Anthony out, you kind of expect this team to get blown out. Kylo Quinn, um, I, I'd say he's in the drop zone and he's like right in the middle of the drop zone. Maybe you could put him in every once in a while. But um, without more minutes, more um, I'd like to see more playing time for him. And if he ever gets uh, more playing time, or Joakim Noah ever goes down with an injury, um, you know Kylo Quinn can be very, I think, very valuable. Um, right over the last um, couple weeks, the, the 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 boosted minutes he's been getting has has really made him look really good. For the rest of the year, I still think he's kind of a drop zone type player. Um, I think he's kind of right there, right in there in the middle of the drop zone. But um, lately, over the last two weeks, he's 12, he's averaging almost 13 points, 10 rebounds, two and a half assists, and uh, almost two blocks a game, shooting 64 percent from the field. Um, actually, that's 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 really good. So if, uh, I guess if you are desperate for uh, those kind of stats, like a little bit of rebounds and blocks, um, go ahead and take a flyer on him. I, I think his values have been inflated just because he's pl- been playing so well over the last week. But like I said, his per 36 translates into a pretty uh, a standard league valued type player. So maybe this is him breaking out. Maybe this is just a little streak. We've seen him have a little streaks before where he then he falls right back off to where he usually is. Um, yeah, take a flyer on Kylo Quinn. Why not? I'm, uh, I'm in the generous mood this um, holiday season. Well, the Golden State Warriors, you know what exactly what you're getting here. Um, JaVale McGee, I want to just uh, shout out to JaVale McGee. He's, he got a lot of easy dunks tonight. Uh, 17 points, two only two rebounds, an assist, and a block. Eight for ten. Good good for JaVale. Uh, Kevin Durant is Florida is two assists, a two assists away from a triple-double. And Steph Curry is two assists and two points away from a triple double, so we could have two guys get a triple double tonight on the same team. And uh, Draymond Green is five is is actually one rebound, three assists, and five points away from a triple double. If uh, if this game was a little bit closer, not infeasible to see a team with three triple doubles. I I think it could happen. I think the I feel like the Golden State Warriors have at least done it with two people, but. I wonder if three people's ever happened. I'd like to get the, the NBA stat, statisticians on that. So um, good nights from everybody on this team. Even though Steph Curry really shot the ball poorly tonight, he was 3 for 14. Um, he still ended up getting 10 rebounds and 8 assists, and he's um, apparently still – looks like he might be still in the game. Um, he's probably coming out very soon. And, uh, yeah, Draymond um, shot the ball – kind of poorly as well two for ten five points nine rebounds seven assists but luckily they were playing the mellow and roseless knicks and that's all the games for tonight um pretty shallow slate this evening um so thanks for joining me if you like what you heard please go out to itunes or wherever you download podcasts and go ahead and give us a rating and a review um that really helps just the visibility of the podcast and it gets us uh ranked a little higher in the rankings so people can find us easier and that's always a good thing and if you like the show and you got friends who are into fantasy basketball tell a friend uh i would appreciate that and that that helps uh helps us out a lot and if you want to leave me feedback or ask me questions about fantasy basketball twitter or the bulls um go ahead and uh find me out on twitter follow me there at it's at watch the boxes all one word I'm usually uh, retweeting st- stuff that other people who are um, much more plugged into the NBA uh, personally who actually work for teams and stuff 
Um, if I find relevant news or interesting articles, I'm uh, I'm retweeting the crap out of them. I'm uh, I do consider myself an excellent retweeter, which is um, something you should not put on your resume. So that's it for tonight. Thanks for joining me. Have a good one, everybody.